You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome everyone to the 9to5 Entertainment System. I didn't interrupt you. Thanks, Scott. Uh, what do we talk breakdown. about, everybody? So many things. We talk about Stephen King's It. We talk about Silent Hill, Hideo Kojima, and Konami. And we talk about Game of Thrones, the rape scene. Spoiler uh, trigger warning. We talk about Mad Max and... The Unbreakable Furioso? Yeah. And then the Mad Max more when we talk about the video game. And Magnum we talk Opus. about The Witcher 3. And we talk about remaking games from 20 years ago, like Final Fantasy and other games, but mostly Final Man, Fantasy. It doesn't sound like a lot of stuff, but I feel like it was a busy hour. We're all in our 30s, and we want to play games we played already again. <laughs> this is the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. Little boy's meeting Satan, I think, is but it's an indication all in that mind, bad things right? are happening. It's all in his own mind. Even if it is entirely a psychological form of then torment, what you, then how he's do you, a tormented child. Then how do you explain when he's Azazel, and then he's like the son of Satan? He is still a tormented child, regardless of, his, of if it is self-inflicted or not. Yes. 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 And yes. then his mother is so distraught, perhaps, that he, she doesn't notice that her child is very uh, also distraught. Is dead? Well, yeah, because her other child died, right? right? Like, so maybe both of her children died. Perhaps. So the tragedy may also include the mother. Although we won't, we, we might find out more in Afterbirth. I know this. This there's the, the sequel again, is coming out real soon. My my capability of dealing with tortured children. You work in a children's hospital. No, you deal with tortured children literally on a daily basis. Yeah, and also really affects me much more than it ever would before. Because you have a okay, kid. Because I have a kid. Totally. I watched it again last week, and yeah. the scene with Georgie totally freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> I think you're a big baby about it already. Well, no, I, I like I liked it. I really yeah. liked it. I thought it was scary, <laughs> but I always liked it. Yeah, you liked and then, it. What and is then, it? Yeah, Pennywise. I thought was a scary, good monster movie. I yeah. like that. I like that slasher kind of thing. Like I've always been a fan of Pennywise and, and Freddy. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of like the creepy, suspenseful torture porn stuff. Yep. But like a goofy monster that makes you jump and scream a little bit. Speaking of it, bad news. Carrie Fukujima or whatever is no longer attached to the project. So he, he one of his like requirements for it was that there be two films mm-hmm. uh, in it. He's like, there's no way I can do it in one movie. It's just going to like ruin the story if we try and jam it all into one right. into one film. And then um, New Line or whatever refused to give him two movies. And he was like, fine, fuck it, I'm out. Crazy. That's it bad news sucks. for horror. You know what else? Is, other yeah. bad news for horror? What's other bad news? In the news? ongoing saga of Hideo Kojima yeah, yeah. versus Konami, yeah. uh, Silent Hill is completely scrapped. Yes. So, I don't know if you heard about this, Scott, but Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima were making a new Silent Hill starring Norman Reedus, and Konami could not keep that going because they apparently hate There's a big fight Hideo or something internal. Huh? They hate success? They hate Hideo Kojima. Yeah, conflict between Hideo Kojima and Konami. There's some crazy stuff where it was like, first of all, they took all Hideo Kojima games offline for like a thing, and then they were like, oh shit, we put them back. But then we got rid of Hideo Kojima's name from them, because some of them have been presented like Hideo Kojima's, whatever, because he had his own sub-studio within Konami. Then he like made some legal action, then they put his name back, and then they... Said that they're releasing Metal Gear still. That's because it's basically done and it's in post, so they don't need Kojima to finish it. Kojima said he's no longer with Konami. Then Silent Hill is canceled, and then Konami was like, "We're gonna make mobile games." Yeah, that was pretty much like how it went, and nobody really knows what's going on because, unlike, I guess maybe they're a, allergic to money. Is that you is don't that well from what they were saying, right? Is that they they made more money in the mobile center than all of these like triple a titles silent hills and really? metal gears and all that stuff because people fucking microtransactions like, Ugh, yeah yeah so fucking silent hill the mobile game tap tap die 
Yeah, tap, tap. yeah, exactly. And I mean, I don't know if you played... Double tap to pay $1 to open, get, a, get a magic key to open the next door. I don't know if you played the playable teaser or whatever. No. Like, it was fantastic. Really? It was like pay a dollar to make Pyramid Head go away. <laughs> dollar. <laughs> dollar. <laughs> yeah, which is so fucking depressing that Konami, which are like, they're one of the big ones. I mean, like, largely... Yeah due to Hideo Kojima. Largely. But, like, they're still, like, one of the big developers from our childhood. It's like, we'd like to make... Like, phone games are more profitable well, than making critically acclaimed beloved okay, series. But, but, but Kojima Blades is not Blades dead. Blades of Steel is a Konami Blades game. Blades of Steel is Konami. He could go and do his own shit on the side, likely, you know? Like, it's, it doesn't have to be AAA title stuff to... Yeah, but I feel that some like a guy like that, or at least given looking at Metal Gear and stuff... That it's going to be different. Like it's you know, like I feel like he almost needs a triple A studio. Well, no, no, no. To Look what happened to Irrational. Go. They they even said like like yeah like the the whatever not Bioshock um, the last one. Bioshock Infinite. Infinite. Infinite yeah. got got away from us. We had stuff that like it was just too big a title in the end. And if yeah. we had a smaller budget and a smaller team, we would have been able to get more done like creatively. Like they yeah. even said, and then they, that's why they shut down, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, this, I'm this not... could speak good things for Kojima's future. Maybe. Possibly, but yeah. I mean, but I feel that the fact that you can't keep Guillermo del Toro, Norman Reedus, Hideo Kojima making a Silent Hill game—it seems like a dream team. Yeah, uh, exactly. The likes of which the gaming industry has not ever seen. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I was like, holy shit! I was like, how do you fuck that up? Like you have all the right pieces, and then well, like, no, 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 no. You fuck right. it up very easily if you put major talents together and creative geniuses. There's always a chance for. Yeah, but like, it didn't conflict. fall apart creatively. Like yeah. all of them, like no, Yamada, but it could have. Like, yeah, I know. But I'm just yeah. saying. But I'm like from, an, uh, but that's what I'm saying. It didn't fall apart creatively. Like right. Yamada Toro was like, whatever happened with Konami happened with Konami, and it's no longer happening. I'm really bummed. Yeah. Obviously, as. Guillermo del Toro, I need to move on to other things. I yeah, can't just like yeah. sit there hoping it doesn't. Norman Reedus had the same thing. Hideo Kojima. What else has Norman Reedus done? Why? Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Oh, he's, shit. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Daryl and also Boondock Saints. He's, Fucking amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he was going to be the guy. Yeah. Like, like he was going to so be cool. the dude in the game was yeah. going to be Norman Reedus. So, like, you have like superstar, fucking recognizable face as your guy. Creative Renowned horror master. Renowned yeah, horror master and like one of the like most respected video yeah. games. Can you imagine the guy from Pan's Labyrinth yeah. from Silent Hill? Yeah. Yes. As you can imagine. Yeah, exactly. I want that to happen. That's like one of those magazine things. Yeah. We cast who our dream team is for Silent Hill. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Imagine the dad of Silent Hill being Norman Reedus instead of like no face, no motion guy. Yeah. Sean Bean? Whatever. And <laughs> <laughs> Sean Bean. That's not nothing. Wait, we can talk about that. <laughs> what? Sean Bean. Game of right. Thrones. Uh, what about him? What, what? You haven't, okay, surely, you, surely you've heard about the, 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 the scent and the people have stopped watching Game of Thrones based on two weeks ago's episode? No. I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard about it. I haven't watched it. any of it yet. Yeah, exactly. But have you heard about it? I heard that there was some some like internet grumblings about how shitty the Sand Snakes' fighting skills were. That, that that's hardly the no. hardly the, the, the drama bomb. That I'm talking about. I guess okay. if you're the, you can spoil it. It's, all right. it's spoilers, and also I guess if you're listening, and I read the book five a, fucking years. This ago, is a like, sensitive issue that if you are gonna get upset about, and you know what we're talking about, I, I don't even know. Skip. What a are few people minutes. gonna get sensitive? They're gonna like turn off the podcast. Cause this is why people stopped watching Game of Thrones. Are you serious? Of the show. Yeah. So they swapped out oh Jane. Oh my god, we won't have all those comments we normally get on our podcast. Right? <laughs> they swapped out Jane Poole for Sansa, which to me makes. So Jane Poole, uh, Sansa is now marrying uh, Ramsay Bolton. Yes. So that There's a rape scene that pissed off a lot of people. There's a rape scene that pissed off a lot of people. Right. And they were like, Game of Thrones has gone too far. Game of Thrones is like. Because there was a rape? Because there was a rape. You can't do this. And what? there was none of like. And I was like. I know that rape is shitty, but they cut off a man's head in front of his children in season one. That's so much worse than rape. <laughs> like, and I was like, what show did you think they were walking? What? Like, they stabbed Wait, a pregnant no, no. woman in the pregnant belly in season three. Yeah. Like, That's also was, so much worse. There was a rape scene last season. But it wasn't just Jamie. Jamie raped Cersei. Rape that, Cersei. Yeah, but that, yeah. that's pretty ambiguous. In, in the church. On yeah. top of on the corpse of their ch- their child, their firstborn yes. child. That's I, I always felt that was ambiguous. I didn't really know if that was rape. She said, "No, get off me." Yeah, that's, but, that's like the definition of rape. Yeah, but like, how often do you go like, "No, get off me" to your brother? Like, nah, all the time. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Before he penetrates, keep doing it. 
I feel that they have. Let's just let's just my, stop. Feel, <laughs> let's just stop recording right now, guys. We gotta. We're gonna we talk about to childhood for an hour or two. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna deal with some of Keith's issues here. We'll be right back. And we're back. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Yes, that was also a rape, but I feel that that was to at least partially illustrate the fact that their relationship is crazy go nuts to begin with. As opposed to Sansa's and Ramsay. Well, but that's just at the beginning of it. Like, Ramsay tortured the shit out of somebody for months on end. That's worse than Rick. Completely dehumanized him. Yeah. And at least... It, Cut it, off his genitals. Yes. Made fun of him about cutting off his genitals to his face after having cut off his genitals. You know, that was pretty bad, but I think when he took the bones out of his finger, right. that, that to me kind of freaked me out even more. Or flayed part of his body? I mean, that's in yeah, the book. I don't know that, if that's all in that the show. Stuff. Yeah. Like, he cut his finger open and removed all the bones from that finger. Right. right. Like, that's... That's horrible. Pretty that, messed that just, up. That just so, made me cringe. In, first of all, I'm saying if you're watching Game of Thrones, you like... Like, I don't think they need to put up a trigger warning in front of every episode because you're watching Game of Thrones. Like, right. You know that's going to come. Did, did, did like, they put the rape of... Um, what's her face? Lawless in the show? No. no. They took that out? No. Okay. They also, they also didn't show the... Uh, where they tore off Sansa's clothes and threw her on the ground. Didn't rape her. But remember in, in book one yeah. where that happens where they're like about to rape oh, her yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Uh, the, I think Tyrion the, stops him. The white... The, the white cloaks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, 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 the town's guards are about to. Yeah, the king's guard, no, not the king's guard. The yeah, the king's guard. city guard. Did they no, do the walk the of guards. the king's guard? Did they do the, the walk of shame ones. with Cersei in this season? Not I yet. feel like that that that's happening though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's gonna happen. Yeah. Either way, and I, I just, I don't know. I'm like, yes, it was hard to watch. Yes, it was fucking shitty. Yeah. But it's also shitty things happen in Game of Thrones all the time. To be fair, that hasn't happened to Sansa in the books. It although although that books. may become like like Sansa's story arc may put her into that territory in the future. This could just be foreshadowing. Let's sh- this could just be yeah. like moving ahead. Well, you know? Is there is there like a scene of rape in the books? Mm-hmm. Oh oh, who's the Jane the... Poole gets well gets fucked by Ramsay? Yeah, the, like, which is, I'm sure is not consensual. The um, what's her face? The, there's like a serving lunch character who I really loved who gets all of her teeth punched out. And I feel like she gets yeah, raped also at some yeah, point. Yeah, and then yeah. she she like falls in love with this knight. It's like kind of like heartwarming in a sense. And she's all like ashamed of her mouth because all her teeth are Yeah, it's jagged. like it's in one of the little towns that they visited initially. Yeah. I feel like the mountain or somebody punches her with his, his like gauntleted fist. Yeah. It's fucking horrible. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I mean, worse shit you... happens to people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People get thrown out of the sky door. Yeah. It's not a good way to go. You're watching Game of Thrones, guys. Like, yeah. What did you expect? Like that—that's—that's that's the part that I found weird. Is not that they people got like, like I would totally agree with you that if like say something like that happened in the middle of Daredevil, I'd be like, ah, what the fuck, yeah, Daredevil? Yeah. Why did you put that there? Like, why would you do this? Yeah. It's out of nowhere, and I had no warning, and there was nothing about. Also, this, this is a lighthearted comic book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is Game of Thrones. Terrible things happen constantly. To your favorite characters. To your favorite characters, exactly. The, to the, the heroes. Yeah. So there is some like feeling that it, they're like, they did it to Sansa to like, because viewers hate Sansa. Really? Because they were like, oh, like you know, like Sansa had Ned killed, and then Sansa didn't want to love Tyrion, even though the viewers loved Tyrion. And I was like, yeah. I feel that that's a bit of a stretch. I really, I really like didn't like Sansa when I was first introduced to her as a character, and have grown to really like her yeah. as the show goes on. And I think it's she's she's like a good example of one of those characters who like like Jaime, like Tyrion, starts off villainous in a sense, or, or just like, like unlikable, unlikable, and you you grow to understand them and see their vision and and like them yeah, as yeah. characters. So well, that was that was one of the other thing, one of the other bits of outrage. They're like, why would Peter put her in the situation? I was like. I think Peter thought that he was going to be a mean husband, not a, like, Ramsey Bolton yeah. psychopath, you know? like Peter probably should have known better, all things considered. I, I thought that he thought that it would be like Roos, which is like, yeah, he's a bit of a psycho, but he takes care of what's his, you know? like I really also thought Peter tries to marry Sansa, isn't that in, his, in the book? Doesn't Peter... No, he wants to marry her to. He he, he really kind of likes her. No, he, no, he definitely yeah, oh, he yeah, definitely yeah. wants he's, to, but he knows that marrying him is useless politically. Okay. He, yeah, in yeah. the books, he's trying to set up someone else. Is it possible someone in the valley? Uh, no, I think I, she, I think he wants to marry her to someone in the north to like cause she's like he's like the Your... north will follow a Stark. Yeah, yeah. Basically, absolutely. it's like it's a similar plan. Okay. But I mean, just cutting out. Okay, so this is the drama bomb. Is is over that? Yep. Huh. 
So, and I, like I said, I don't really know what to 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 make of it other than the fact that bad things happen on Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not surprised by the internet outrage. But that. again, it's Game of Thrones. I'm like, what show have you guys been watching for fucking four or five years? Like I said, if it was on another show, there's a lot of shows where I can... Okay, but the internet will get outraged over that. Hmm? Well, some, but then, people but some, will. some people will, like yeah. Penny Arcade. The right. Dick Wolves. So some people got outraged over Dick like, Wolves. And really, really outraged over but that. But again, right? I'm like, did you see this woman, pregnant woman, getting stabbed in the stomach? That happened last season. So much worse. Like, before yeah. she died, they were stabbing her unborn I, baby. And, and then I'm like, I was like... I like I can like I can I can, I can, under- I can see where you're coming from, but I think more people in North America have have been exposed to a sexual assault than to a grisly murder, grisly murder of a pregnant woman. That's fair. I gu- and I guess and that, I, I think guess- it'll hit home with more okay people. I and, guess that's and, and that's really hit them closer to where. Yeah, I guess I guess that's fair so are you saying like in the middle east they're like ah beheadings like because they know people that have gotten beheaded and they're like oh shit i can't watch john snow get his head like they might like they absolutely might like well i don't i don't think there's like but i'm saying if you're significantly more beheadings uh there uh, well in the <clears> middle east the middle east yeah sure. uh, there are absolutely like 20 in there but they're still they're on they're on videos of, i don't yeah i don't I think that's a lot of beheading videos I, from I the just, middle east i just don't think that's a fair comparison to sexual assault I, I think sexual assault there's there's a little more than the 20 or 30 that cnn or al jazeera covers Oh, for yeah, sure. I think there's, yeah. there's so you know, yeah, I guess so. It's thousands it, it, and thousands and thousands hits, of people who have been sexual assaulted. So it hits closer to home that I, I would 100 percent give you. And, and if, you're like, if it's it a hits much you more, closer to home, then you're gonna have a bigger reaction. You're gonna have a stronger reaction, and when you're gonna have a stronger reaction, and there's a lot of you having a stronger reaction, you're gonna have a a movement on the internet. Yeah, but it, again, it's like they forgot they were watching Game of Thrones, like. Even, even like, it's just they do the worst things all the time. That, like, I just, I find that I'm not even up, like, I'm not even saying that they're wrong to be outraged. Because if you see something that is, like, that you don't like to see or whatever, you can be outraged. I'm just like, why are you still watching this show at this point? Like, there's already been a four sexual scene with, uh, with, Jamie, and with Cersei. Jamie and Cersei. There's been every manner of violence expressed repeatedly in all other things. No, so I'm like, I, I was like, again, it's, just, it's, I, I it's do, weird that you've I, gotten this far is the part that blows my I, mind. I do, I do see what you're saying. It, like, there is a little bit of like, um, Isaac Hayes being suddenly offended that they're going after Scientology on South Park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're what like, do you mean you can't do that? Like, well, yeah. we've gone well, after every You've crossed other the line one. now. Yeah, exactly. You know, you've talked about Scientology. We've yeah. gone after every other religion. The whole opening sequence was Jesus fighting Santa. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit like you kind of knew that they were going to get to you eventually. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, if you're upset about it, you're upset about it, and it's going to upset more people than... Than a beheading. Than watching their father get beheaded. I mean, like... It, it, yeah, it's sad it's, to watch your father get beheaded, and but, that, but there's it, less. It exists in that. the realm of fantasy, right? To most people, is yeah. what you're saying. Whereas rape is not necessarily in the realm of fantasy to a lot to a people. lot of people, and yeah. that's that's a very reasonable thing, I, I guess. I suppose so. I just feel that, like I said, it's just like if I was someone with like someone who was going to be offended by things, I would have stopped watching Game of Thrones already. Like it would have pissed me off already. That's the part that I thought was weird. I was like. Why? Why are you still watching the show? Like, like it's kind of like, but it's this, it's the same thing, man. Like, we got really offended when Def Leppard put the Stanley Cup upside down. Fair. Like, really offended. Like, I wrote Def a Leppard letter. held the Stanley Cup over their heads and I wrote put a it down to the upside down. Huh. I wrote a letter to the CBC about that. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Don't why did Def you let Leppard this rock band touch the Stanley Cup and then let them put it upside down? That was a big deal to you. I wrote a goddamn letter to them. It was a very big deal to Scott. <laughs> I was just more mad that they would like let that happen. It was yeah. like a two thousand word essay. <laughs> <laughs> so Scott, tell us how you feel about the Stanley Cup. I, I, it's too soon. It's too soon. Okay. Uh, well, in other things that happened, it on seems screen, like I'm, it seems like I'm that, that I really, I really I just, did. Her. 
Yeah, John, Game you're watching beheaded videos, and you're like, man, that's kind of, watch that fucking Def Leppard manhandle the Stanley Cup. Yeah. God damn, that's upsetting. So, in a, in a, I guess, in a pro-feminist film, if uh-huh. you believe also the internet, because there's also dissent is it on, Mad the, Max on time? the internet, is that men are upset that Mad Max is not the biggest badass in Mad Max. I, I feel like it's got to be this, like, extreme minority of people who are disturbed by that. Uh, like, it's, also it's like a lunatic fringe, you know? Like, there's got to be five guys so, somewhere. So who Mad are... Max came out. We talked about it two weeks ago. We were both super excited to see it. We both saw it. And it was it was worth... There's three of us here. Yep. Yeah. You're going to need to... Scott did not see it. Because I cannot go out to the movies. Scott's going to have little bits of Mad Max ruined for him in, like, the next five, ten minutes. Yep, and you, you might also. Right. Uh, you know, I, I don't feel too bad because I've never seen The Road Warrior. Any of them? No, I, I saw you've seen Mad, Mad Max, Max and, and you've seen Thunderdome. Thunderdome. You just haven't seen Road Warrior. Seen Road Warrior. Oh. And that's the, the fourth, good one. The fourth one is also the most like the Road Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, like I said, I'll take the spoilers as I can take them. Because <laughs> right. if I was super into Mad Max, I you, you would have had probably would have in the past Mad thirty Max years. Movie. You would have finished off the first trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> thirty fucking years, right? Yeah. Like forty, took, I thought. No, it well, was even more. Seventies, seventy, 70 yeah. se- late seventies when he started, but it's been. 30 years since Thunderdome. Okay. So it's been like 30 years in between episode three and Say episode four. Say a few four. things about Mad Max Fury Road. So no, just, yeah. so here's the thing. Before the good? drama. It was, was fucking fantastic. Yes, it was. It was amazing. It was the, the thing that I've been saying, telling a lot of people, is like the last time you saw something like that on the screen and you're like, what the fuck is happening was The Matrix. Like, remember when you saw The Matrix yep. and you were like, Holy fuck! Like movie making just changed. Yeah, like, I saw the I saw the Matrix. I have a very clear memory. I saw the Matrix with three people. It was me, Christopher Herman, and Chris Herman's mom. <laughs> three of us went to see the Matrix together. Yeah. And then when that weird song that kind of sounded like Rage Against the Machine were playing, you were like, yeah! at the end of the credits, and you were like, Wasn't ready to rage? do back. It was Rage Against the Machine. Was it? it was yeah. Rage. I thought it was. Uh, no, it was Rage. I need to. I need to look this up. It was Rage. Wake, up, wake up, up is rage. Wake up is rage. rage. Yes, absolutely. Oh no! It was the other. I was thinking of Hackers, the film Hackers, where there's that band that kind of sounds like Rage, and they're called like something. I feel like you've just spoken about how much you love Hackers recently <laughs> on the podcast. Yes. Like, love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. The Hackers now, soundtrack like, was quite up. good, also. Let's not be crazy no, here. It was a wonderful soundtrack. Like, just, in my like, opinion, yeah. in my very humble opinion, Hackers is there's a nothing humble about Hackers anything you've ever done. Hackers is a prequel to The Matrix. Am I right, <laughs> you guys? Am I right? Okay, anyway, Fury Road. Fury, exactly. So like you, when Game you saw changing. Matrix and yeah. you're like, so Fury Road is that visually stunning. Like, Is it really? Because the way people have been talking about it, I've, my impression was, oh, it's like Death Race. No, you, know, you enjoy oh. it, and there's you eat the popcorn, and you're like, "Damn!" And then, it's like, it death, like it. What's like the description? I guess like it is to it is there is a death race component to sure, it, sure. Like certainly, and they do they do like all the vehicles or exist in the real world and stuff. But then they like they crank that up to like there's like an artistry to every set set piece costume. Every element that is on the screen at any time is is gorgeous to look at and is is like rich with with like meaning. And then the storytelling, the, dialogue, everything is minimalist. So strip down everything. Strip down everything. There's very few actual words in the film. It's just like painting after painting that is gorgeous to look at and full of story and rich. There's rich. so much so much visual storytelling. Yeah. Like you like you have to piece together the background of Imperator Furiosa, like the Charlize Theron's character. You don't really know what it is. Yeah. But there are hints everywhere. Everywhere to let you yeah. know what her background is. You know, same thing with the villain. Same thing with Max. Same thing with Nux. Even like the war tiny boy. little characters off on the side all yeah. seem to be full of meaning. And, like, yeah. And it's just like instead of ever holding your hand and explaining it, they're like the story is told like with subtle visual hints about the story. Yeah. So you're just like it could almost be a silent movie, like yeah. almost, yeah. and like meaningful looks back and forth to each other, whatever, like. Fucking super good, and just if you read into some of the production stuff, like for instance, they built all the real all the vehicles. Like we've all seen the trailer with the yeah. the, the guy with the flamethrower guitar. Like a that truck is real. B it actually and shot the gu- and the guitar works. The guitar is a guitar, and yeah. it can shoot flames that the actor could operate on a pedal. Bounce yeah. around on bungees, spitting flames out of his guitar in the desert. Yeah, is a thing that happened. The, the truck drove at seventy kilometers an hour through the desert with the guy playing guitar on it, with yeah. the drummers on the back with the hammering the drums. The like, yeah. 
fucking insane. And then they would, so they would do that, and then they would for close-ups they would do green screen, and then they would only, they would like add CG like polish to everything. And your brain, like a lot like in Death Race, like you know, like in Death Race, you were like, oh, these are cars are smashing into each other, and you yeah. can tell that it's not like Avengers, you know, like where yeah. Thor's flying around fighting an alien. You're like, eh, it's all cartoony. Cartoon yeah. Thor fighting cartoon alien, whatever. Like, like when that truck hits that truck stop, you're like, oh. Yeah, you're like, they smashed that truck into a thing. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. But it's like that. That's from or, Death Race. You're, you're that's saying. from Death Race. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah, The truck smacks into the thing. The whole thing fucking flips. Yeah, exactly. like that, that is a truck smashing into a thing. That is yeah. not a programmer trying to figure out what a truck would do if it's yeah, smashed exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just <laughs> They just smashed a truck into a thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so fucking good. Anyway, and so there's a there's an, an audible, I feel, definitely has to be an audible minority because the, the movie's almost universally lauded. Yeah. There's an audible minority of people being that, like, it's feminist propaganda bullshit. There's a few people that are outraged about the movie, and there's a lot of people outraged that people are outraged. Yeah, yeah. I movie. think it's more that there are, like, a lot of people. It's, it's like one person made a couple of stupid fucking tweets, and then everybody, like, retweeted that shit and got all... Well, I also think... Couple, I've seen a couple articles. Really? I've, I've read one that was just... I feel, I feel that the, the MRA men's yeah. rights activist movement, though, also has, like, kind of the, like, the, the Phelps family of... <laughs> Uh, like protest, stupid yeah. internet movie reviews. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like you know, like they do things to make themselves look like they're more like you know, like the Phelps family have the like they have like those signs that are like bigger. That like so it looks like three signs that are held up by like one person, so that they can kind of like from far away yeah. looks like three protesters stuff. I feel that the men rights activists like have multiple blogs and like multiple pseudonyms to make themselves feel like a bigger group. Like, there's something in just there has. How big of a fucking know. troll do you I need think... to be that like you're like men need more rights? <laughs> Fuck off. I don't know. I, I think that like a good hundred people can make a blog seem like it's very popular with their comments. That's fine. If there's a hundred people doing it, <clears throat> that's still like we're looking for ninety-seven of you yeah. to make our blog look real popular. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Would ninety-seven of you make our blog look really popular? <laughs> that would totally make our blog look really popular. I know, guys. <laughs> Do it. Can we start a blog on men's rights? <laughs> no. Not, not, not because we agree with it at all, but just because some comments would be nice every now and then. <laughs> Sarah just came enchanting men's rights. Yeah. As she does. As she does. So, yeah, so some of the... Some of the stuff Can that you happens. some highlights from the, the for, for, for the for from from the men's rights blogs because I don't e- I haven't even read. Well, one of the big things is when uh, when Mad Max is taking a shot at the bullet farmer and then he misses the shot twice and then he gives the shot gives the gun to Furiosa and she nails the shot. Yeah, and they're like, why couldn't Max make that shot? He's, Maybe, Mad Max. he's more of a hand to hand fighter. That's he's like, a driver. Right? Yeah, like, that's his thing. He drives. And he's also an insane person in a fight. Yeah. Like to be fair, like this no, is but I, like his thing is driving. Here's a, here's a spoiler for the movie, which is. Which I fucking loved when it happened. One of Mad Max's most badass things that he does is completely off camera. Yeah. So there's the bullet farmer and his guys. They have big fucking gun. They have a tank car. They have managed to blind the bullet farmer, but there's other guys on the car with guns. Max grabs some gear and is like, if I'm not back, go without me. And then just wanders off into the night. A few minutes later, there's an explosion, and he wanders back in. Bullet farmer dead. You're like... Mad Max just walked at a tank. Yeah. He walked towards a tank. If at I remember night. correctly, part of the setup was that, like, oh no, we're running out of ammo. We're not going to be able to handle this. And he comes back with a big bag of ammo. Yeah. Like, because from the bullet farmer. Yeah. So, but, like, that's it. Like, like that. Yeah. Like, Mad Max is a monstrous badass in every way, but whatever. So is Furious. One of the other ones I read was, like, Furious is also the big a boss she gets to take out while he deals with the henchmen. Okay. So, like, the opposite of every Black Widow fight. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like, well, that's fair, but and I mean, and like for sure, like, but just like every Mad Max story, he's not really the main character in it. He's not. Well, I mean, except for the first one, he's the main character in the first one. Even even still, he like only shows up at like forty five minutes into the film, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he <laughs> like in it like so much of the story is not about him. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. He always like, like pops in, and it's like this is her story, and yeah. Max helps her. Yeah. Just like in the fucking in Thunderdome, and which is like this is the part where we're like, how did this happen? And I was like, this isn't out of nowhere. In Thunderdome, the main villain is a woman and the main hero is a woman. Yeah. Right? Like, Annie Entity in Thunderdome is pretty much the main bad guy. She, like, fucking kicks them out. And then it's a woman who's saving all these kids from the plane crash who he then helps out. Like, 
I'm like the, precedent here, guys. I'm like, the hero of that is the woman who's helping the kids. Mad Max just stumbled onto them and helped them get to a place. She was the one who rescued them, and she's the one who's going to stay with them afterwards. She's like a hero. And then the main villain is also a woman. I was like, there's, there's like a feminist... Agenda. A, not agenda, but like there's like a feminist slant to this movie that happened in 1985. You think the guy that made it in 2015 wouldn't make strong female characters on that precedent? Was, was there a feminist agenda in Babe? I didn't see it, but it's know. also a You Miller. also know that George Miller made Babe, right? Well, that's his, that's his thing. <laughs> he, he made Mad, Mad, Max, Mad Max, Road Mad Max. Warrior, Beyond the Thunderdome. Then he made some other ones that were actually like pretty, like like other okay like adult movies. Then he made Babe, Happy Feet One, Happy Feet Two. Right. Now he's like back to Mad Max. Uh, but 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 clearly his his stu- his work on Babe enticed studios to give him one hundred and fifty million dollars to make Mad Max. Well, I think his work on Babe combined with his work on Mad Max. Like I mean, they also knew that he could make to be fair, Mad to Max. Be, to be fair, having seen Babe and the Happy, Happy Feet, Feet movies, those are somewhat subversive movies. Are they? They they really are. They're like. Animal rights, yeah, and the Happy Feet movie is totally an environmental film, like that's like crazy, yeah. Really? Where they go, weird, like, man. When, like when when that penguin in the first movie ends up in the zoo and goes fucking nuts. They go crazy and they're like looking at the wall and they're like, "That's not the sky, that's not the sky," and they're like fucking all zombies. It's super really. weird to watch. You're just like, I don't feel like this is <laughs> Happy Feet, and even the main character is starting to lose his his identity and become like. A zombie? A fucking creature. Really? Yeah. And then in a desperate attempt to get a tiny bit of happiness, starts to dance uh-huh. like a fucking shuffling, broken person. Like a crazy person on the street dancing. Huh. And a little girl is like, like, a penguin dancing. And then they realize that penguins are are living creatures that maybe have emotions, whether or not they're complex. Wow. And then they're like... Maybe we should think about the destruction of their environment. Huh. Yeah, yeah, that, that's really all a happy feet, film. man. That's a, that's a happy feet movie. Like fascinating, and like the fucking pollution of the oceans mm-hmm. and the like overfishing. Like super, and like dealt with. In, in okay, the like it's a subversive film. Yeah. So I mean, George Miller has that has that track record, even in his children movies. So I don't think like, and I mean like, and, and you yet, know what? You know what? Just. Just go fuck yourself. There's so many other movies you can go fucking watch. Like Lethal Weapon. Like like all the Lethal Weapon. Like anything with Mel Gibson in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you really just Possibly don't with watch. the exception of Mad Max 3. <laughs> Beyond the Thunderdome. <laughs> did he come back for another Mad Max? No, because he's fucking Mel Gibson. And he was like, why isn't Mad Max a fucking badass in this movie? Uh, fuck you. Uh, no, didn't they... Wasn't he attached to the project, and then they took him off of it because there was too much negative press about Mel Gibson in the last few years? Uh, there should be negative Pretty press sure about that Mel Gibson. Yeah. I think that, that, that might have been a thing. And I think it would have been... Whatever, Tom Hardy is a way better fucking... Yeah, but like, that's what I'm saying. I was like, like, honestly, like, it's so shitty to say because Tom Hardy does a very good job in this movie. But like, I thought it... he actually got some of Mel's, like, mannerisms a little bit. Kinda, yeah. Kinda, but I was yeah. a bit... But he's still almost... He calls Furiosa sugar tits? <laughs> Uh, then he said. Then he, then he says. Then he says a racial slur. Yeah, there Jews. was the forty-five minute rant about the Jews. Partially, <laughs> it was very strange. Like people it said was, that people said the two-hour runtime was like a little bit much, and yeah. I was like, maybe you could have got rid of that forty-five minute anti-Semitic rant. <laughs> or just cut it down to thirty minutes. You know, <laughs> like, like whatever. whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's that. <clears throat> but he went to the premiere and he sat next to George Miller. So I mean, I guess they're not on terrible terms. <laughs> So apparently one of the reasons why George Miller did, went took 30 years to uh-huh. make this movie is because, like... The flame guitar is fucking hard to make. <laughs> yeah, he's like, we need a flame guitar. So It was 30 years. It took us 30 Do years it. to build the flame here. You thought Winklater's 12 years for boyhood was it? <laughs> 30 years to build a flame guitar. You want a bag of a truck with drummers <laughs> on the back. Why? So uh, that shit does not happen His uh, movie-making partner, something, I want to say Kennedy, mm-hmm. so it was Kennedy Miller Productions, died in like a helicopter accident scouting locations for the third film. They wanted to postpone it, but then they had contractual obligations. Part of why it was such a mess, right? So, yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. Apparently, part of why Thunderdome is considered to be like one of the worst Mad Maxes is because he couldn't postpone it. He was like grieving his buddy. He just kind of like pushed through and got her done. And so that's why it's probably not one of the best ones. And also possibly why it put him off, like, the franchise. Because that was, like, Mad Max was their first movie together. Hmm. And they were like, Mad Max is our thing. So apparently it took him a while to be like, I'm just not going to make these anymore. Because those are, like... Also Tina Turner. 
Also, Tina Turner. Yeah, I don't it's think hard not to. Tina Turner doesn't ruin that movie. Man. She doesn't ruin that movie, but the 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 mandated inclusion of a Tina Turner music okay. so, number. We talked about this. I was talking about this with my buddy Eric Sunday, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I was like, yeah, but that fucking song." But he's like, "Yeah, but that fucking song." He's like. People know that song without even knowing it's Mad Max. That song is still on Q92. Like, I feel like Q92 still plays that song. I'm going to give you a parallel. What song? Um, we, don't we don't need another, another hero. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's, that was a super big song. That's, Tina, that's Thunderdome, We man. have forgotten how big Tina Turner was. Like, yeah, exactly. This is mid-80s. No, no, no. She okay, was a huge star. Gonna, that song was fucking massive. Yeah. Batman Forever. The first of the Schumacher Batmans, Riddler, Two Face, Batman. Yeah, Bono was attached to that, and you two did a song for that. Yeah, hold me, hold me, kill me, me, kiss me, kill me. Yeah, they had filmed scenes with Bono as his weird devil character, as a Batman character in that movie. And fucking Joel Schumacher looked at that and said, "It's a little too over the top." Joel Schumacher thought that that did not work in the movie. The director who fucking did Batman and Robin. But where's the line in Mad Max? How can you look at something and say it's over the top? Just don't have her fucking Nothing thing. There's, the there's a little man yeah. riding a special needs man <laughs> around that gets into a big cage with Mad Max. They attach them to bungees and they have a chainsaw duel. And you're like, ah, Tina Turner's too much. Like, yes. Yeah, that's that's the line. <laughs> no, but it's like, but your best friend just died. You're not in that position to make that call. Just you're saying that's what there is no. I, I, think, I think literally nothing is too much. That's what it is <laughs> for that film. Uh, that Tina Turner's musical number as the character in the musical number. Does she different. sing in the movie? I think so. I is don't think so. I don't think number? she sings. Maybe I'm mixing up the movie and the music video. I think you're mixing up the movie and the yeah. music video. But even then, I, I do mean, not believe she sings uh, in the movie. I thought you saw these things like a hundred times. Thunderdome, I've barely seen. Okay. I've watched the first two to ten. Yeah. Like, fucking Thunderdome, I've watched. Like, it was the first one I saw. I watched it with yeah. my dad. Uh, yeah, but I really don't think it's. Like, I know the music video is, like, on the set, but I don't think it's. I don't think there's, like, singing. They don't break character and sing. We don't need another hero in the middle of Mad Max. They what play, about the unofficial sequel? The unofficial sequel? California Love. California Love? The Dr. Dre Tupac Shakur music video. Basically set. Basically in the world set of in the world of Mad Max. And they even have yeah. like a geodesic domed kind of thing yeah. in the in the video. <laughs> they have a, a fucking rap dance party. Yeah. Huh. Or what about uh what's that band? The Offspring. Uh, oh my god. Gaysair. Gaysair has like a Mad Max music video. Dude, it's not as good as, as California no. Love. No, no, no. California Love is very much Mad Max. That's okay. a good song. I feel also it's like a good video. Wu Tang yeah. kinda has a Mad Max video with the Killer Bees. They have all kinds of crazy cavemen. Like, Post-apocalyptic cave videos. Exactly. Yeah. In other news, someone made a trailer uh-huh. <laughs> cutting together the intro for the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt with Mad Max. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they were like, when someone realized that they have the same backstory, like a crazy cult leader who like kidnaps his brides and <laughs> then gets like busted out by like the one of them who has like spirits. Yeah. The unbreakable Imperator Furiosa. Unbreakable. It's <laughs> just like exploding and driving around. Super fun. And someone made a Mad Max one with Mario Kart. Have we sold this film sufficiently? Because I don't know if we have. Really, if you're at all into action movies whatsoever, you have to go see this movie. And I if think, you're into I just think like... the best action movie and equal in terms of changing the game since The Matrix is a pretty good selling point. He's mm-hmm. he's he's not exaggerating with that. I think it's a it's like a fair assessment that this this movie is like people are going to look back on this one in a few years still and be like, "Wow, that one changed well, the game." And and also people were talking about they're like, "Okay, if if that is true, what gets ripped off from Mad pacing. Max?" Well, pacing, like, yes, but like, also I was like Cinematography? cinematography. I was like, but like, I was like, maybe a little less reliance on CG. Like, yeah. we've become so used to seeing CG, and I know it's going to be hard or whatever. But I'm, I don't know because I'm not saying there was no CG. There's CG in this fucking movie, yeah. but I'm like, maybe have the close-ups of the dude. Like, I know. I'm, I'm just trying to think of the last few action movies that I really liked that I saw. I think John Wick is there. It's not a yeah. shit ton of CG in that. Yeah, almost no CG in yeah, John. That was John wonderful Wick. too. Um, Skyfall, the James Bond one. In terms of cinematography, it's okay. just fucking gorgeous, and there's not a ton of CG in that, and the CG in it is the worst part. Is that movie. the one where the car flips? There's, there's one like where a train comes through a tunnel, okay. like crashes, like a subway crashes I into another tunnel. I saw it one time. I was really drunk. 
So do you, you want to watch it again? In terms yeah. of cinematography, you can pause that movie at almost any point and say that is something I would put up on my wall. Mad Max is the Mad same. Mad Max is very. <laughs> no, much no, that speaking way. of the cinematography and speaking of the color and the saturation yeah. and all this stuff, have you heard that George Miller says that the movie is supposed to be in, in black, black and, and white? white. Yeah. I did He's hear releasing that. it on in, in the, Blu-ray. The Blu-ray on gonna, Blu-ray, there's yeah. going to be the black and white. I can't wait guide. to. I'm going to buy that. The shit out of that. Yeah. Like, buy the shit out of it. Yeah. You're like, hey, do you guys have Mad Max? I'm, I'm going to buy, buy the, the shit, shit out, out of this it. thing. That'll yeah. be twenty dollars, please, sir. Thank you. You just like leave. You're just like holding it in your head as you walk. Through we don't thing. need another Thunderdome. Damn it, <laughs> crap. But yeah, so exactly, it's like the definitive version of it is in black and white. But he's like, you're not allowed to make a hundred and fifty million dollar black and white action movie. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you just don't get That's it. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm gonna make it in black and white. Didn't but, the artists make a bunch of money. No, different. What? The artist. That was black and white silent film. Won Academy Award. Yeah, a little bit different. And I was like, I, and I want to know because like, apparently there's also some offsetting cues and stuff that he wants to do. And I was like, for sure he was definitely doing stuff with the color, right? Like the War Boys being like pure white, like the various bright reds and stuff. Like same thing too with like one of the things that they talked about that only the brides Max and Furiosa have like human skin tone. Yep. Basically, and they're like, so that you, when you're watching them, they are like visually relatable because everybody else is either like black or white or super pale or like, like they're, they're not even like human skinned colors, you yeah. know, like, so the, it, it's just like a bunch of stuff like that, which is like visually, it's just like, you don't even know that you're picking up on it. But when you think about it, you're like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You're like, I can... Those I, are- I, here's another element. The minimalist storytelling where they don't spell everything out. They don't explain everything. They don't show, like, th- they just, like, let the viewer figure shit out for themselves. I would love to see more movies done in that style. John Wick had a bit of that, right? Like, with the with the, the coins. Yeah. They just don't explain shit. You're just like, no, okay, You whatever. know what that is? I, I, I saw another reviewer say this, and he, yeah. he put it into a word that I totally agreed with and had been struggling to figure out. Mm-hmm. John Wick created a world that had rules and didn't break them. Yeah. Like, this is the world. This is the world. It's different and it's weird. And you're going to have to fucking figure it out. It's true. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, yeah. The, there is a fucking code of ethics to these people. Yeah. And just catch up with me now. But, like, it's stuck with those rules. Yeah. It wasn't like all of a sudden there was some crazy killer who didn't care about coins. Right, right. Like, they, they, well, yeah, and, and, the, one, the, and the one person who tried to break the rules gets fucked. Yeah. Right? Like... Not even like oh, yeah, like not even like she gets away. Whatever they're like, high powered fucking killers show up. Unrelated with Ian McShane. to the unrelated to the rest of the plot. Yeah, exactly. They're no. not getting revenge on what she did to fucking Wick or what she did. No, she they, she, yeah, broke, she the broke the rules of the hotel. The, yeah, and now you're dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, they're not even really allies of John Wick. Like, and there's not a ton of movies that build a world that has rules that adheres to them mm. like that. Yeah, I think I think that the comparison is pretty solid sure, between John sure. Wick and and Fury Road. Yeah, like it's just in terms of you're just sort of like, here are the rules, like this is what happens or whatever. Like it's just even same thing too with just like how cars work and how what people are, what's important to people and stuff like that. You saw John Wick, right? Yeah, I would say that John Wick was incredibly slow paced compared to. That. Compared to Fury Road, yeah, like the 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 level of like every scene being action is just like incomparable. There's no other film that I've ever seen that has puts that much go into a movie in a two hour runtime. Too, it's uh, is it only two? Like like it felt like fucking. It felt short. I got out of the theater being like, man, that was. I can't believe it's already over. Yeah, it's like a full two hour runtime. Yeah, which some people have complained about, but I think those people are fucking idiots. What that it was too long or too yeah, short? Too long. Fuck that. Uh, I was like, I, you're out of your mind. Like, and and the, I don't I don't think that's a thing in movies anymore. What? That movies can be too long. I think Lord of the Rings just, just finished Blew that. Out the fucking doors. And then yeah. then you get fucking Inception Watchmen. and Watchmen. Yeah. And, yeah, like yeah. big big movies now. Then Bad Boys Two. What? Bad Boys Two has a runtime of two and a half hours. You guys, it's the worst. <laughs> 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 really not a movie that should have a runtime of two and a half hours. Like that a buddy cop comedy with Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Runtime two and a half hours as directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> wow. Go back and watch Bad Boys uh, no, 2. Guys. I'm really not going to do that. Uh, that's the worst. Huh. So, yeah, go see Mad Max immediately. Yeah. 
Okay. And... I'm gonna go see it again. Like if you when you go, if you're if you if it's like you find a time there, like just give me a ring. I'll, I'll two movie tickets day. cost forty bucks plus a I'll fucking, popcorn. I'll, I'll pay for it plus for a fifty dollar babysitter. Like it's a fucking nightmare. And then and all Scott, of... it'll be my treat. I'll take you and Marissa. <laughs> I'll pretend it's like a date that I'm on. It'll and then your great. little brother will watch the baby. That could be arranged. <laughs> His name is Archer. You can learn some bow skills. Exactly. <laughs> learn some primitive skills. Yeah. And then also, and this all preludes into the game that is coming out. You're still you're still on about the game, eh? Well, because the game is now. I'm so much more excited is for it. Is it out? Do you know? It comes out in, this, the, well, in the Mad fall. Max video game? Mad yeah. Max Magnum Opus. No. You know, we talked about Silent Hill, and then... I think... You want to hear about The Witcher? No. I'm just saying that great video games don't make... Great movies, and I think the reverse is true. Great movies don't make great video totally games. Totally true. But this one looks good. But it's not it's not a movie tie-in. You're not going to play the movie. It's another Mad Max story. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't know. This game looks very cool, and if it... if it, I don't want to get my hopes up because it seems extremely ambitious. They yeah. have, like, to what, have open what, world... What is the greatest video game tie-in? What, what what video game? Enter the Matrix was pretty fucking. Enter the good. Matrix it's was probably, very good. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Not, the new Lord of the Rings game. game. Everybody fucking loves really? it. Yeah, the Shadow of Mordor. Okay. Shadow oh of yeah, Mordor. Shadow of yeah, Mordor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was People quite cool. fucking love and that. And that. that one is certainly like another story in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that is exactly. not the film as a, as a game. You know. Yeah. Um, um, NHL. Can you include the Mario <laughs> Brothers? <laughs> Because you know there was a movie, and the movie no, was no, no, that's that's okay. that's a come on. No, I'm I'm talking about a movie that came out, and someone was like, "We can make a video game of that." And like it's, the video game is good. Uh-huh. But Shadow of Mordor is definitely the one that comes to mind the sure. m- most readily, most recently. Um, what about? Um, is it tied into the movie or Wing is Commander? it a book thing? No, well, Wing Commander is a video ta- game. A great video. Wing Commander is like Silent Hill. Yeah. A great video game that made a couple of shitty yeah, movies. It's yeah. not. Uh, Shadow of Mordor is not related to the books, not related to the movie. It's just set in the world. Yeah. So the world that the books created. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it breaks a lot of the rules in there. Yeah, exactly. You become like half human, half Nazargul, right? Like that's your dude. Yeah. Which is not a thing that happens in the books and is pretty implicitly, I don't think, like a thing that you can do. But I find that the Mad Max setting is rich. Like it's a post-apocalyptic world and Max shows up and does a thing and then leaves. Every movie has showed up him with a group of people, and then in the end, him wandering off into the desert. Yeah. So I'm like, that setting, you have a post-apocalyptic thing, and you have a guy named Max, you don't need to be related in any way to any of the fucking films. It doesn't films. matter. There's still an intellectual property that's owned by someone else that's going to have cool cars and explosions else. and crazy over-the-top. Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron is a pretty good video good. game. Yeah. 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 Also, TIE Fighter. I, I think TIE Fighter was better than all of the... It's the what is the best Star Wars video game that ever happened? And there's a lot of Star Wars games yeah. that I'm comparing that to. TIE Fighter was fucking brilliant, yeah. start to finish. Well, a lot of star, a lot of the Star Wars games. Coder was yeah. really beloved, and that's technically... It, a in a weird way... <laughs> I know you do, but... In a weird way, there's, like, more Star Wars stories told through video games than there are films, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. that, And that are there's, rich and brilliant. There's right? more Star Wars stories told in... Every medium <laughs> yeah, than there are films. That's, that's true. There's, there's a shit ton of comic books. There's a shit ton of novels. novels yeah. Yeah. Video games, uh, PC games, and console games. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. But the concept of even if it wasn't a Mad Max game, if it was just a post-apocalyptic game, well, Fallout with cars. Yeah, exactly. Grand I was Theft like, you, Fallout, you, you know? throw Grand, you mix Grand Theft Auto into Fallout, and I'm still there. Yeah. Like, and then apparently the hand-to-hand combat system is, like, akin to, like, Arkham, right? Awesome. So it's, yeah. like, like a cinematic, like, timing-based thing and that's a little less reliant on, like, you being properly positioned and more relying on your timing. But I'm like, but it's still, Arkham had fucking fun fights. I sure, wasn't the sure. biggest fan of them. No. And I was kind of sick of, but if you have that Arkham fights with Grand Theft Auto, with an RPG element, with Twisted Metal fucking cracks, and I'm yeah. like, sign yeah. me up all over that I, game. Yeah, I love like, all those things. And like I said, I mean, eh. the IP, I think, would be the thing that holds it back if they try to make it too Mad Maxy. Yeah. Like, if they just let it, here's this world, here's this thing, and your main character like, is Like, all Max. of those elements are good enough on their own and put together could be cool enough that you, like, you don't even need Mad Max in the film. It doesn't film, matter what car you get into. 
every radio in that car is playing. We don't need another hero. We don't need another <laughs> It's there's like like whatever the game is called, Mad Max Radio, and it's just one song on on repeat. Click, click. click uh, it's the only song I cassette. Shit. Yes. In conclusion, I would be uh, very excited about that game. Right. If it's you cool. are, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm also very apprehensive because it's because it is a movie tie-in. Theoretically, it was supposed to actually come out almost a year before the movie, really? and they apparently didn't like. Which again builds up a bit of hope for it is mm. that they like forewent timing it with the movie to make it better. They were like, we're not going to rush it out. We're gonna make a good stand on its own. We're gonna make a good and make a stand on its own. Do you know um, if Miller is involved or if if Tom Hardy's involved? If there's any? Uh, oh, it's another voice actor that I know, an Australian dude. Interesting. And uh, it's not his face, so they might have. St- they probably started making it back when it was still Mel Gibson, and they were like, "Ugh." <laughs> <laughs> like, games take a long time to make too, right? Like, but yeah, so apparently they were working on it, and whatever, and then like four went having it tied in, not. Even though it was always going to be its own story, yeah. Because like supposedly it's the story of how he gets the car that is immediately taken away from him in the beginning of the movie. So it's like, however he got that car because his car blows up in Road Warrior, so he doesn't actually have a car in Thunderdome, but he has a car again right at the beginning of Fury Road. So he needs to get that car. So it's just like it's just that story, which is not even a thing that's really tied into the movie, other than the fact that you have that car at the beginning and then it gets taken away. There's so. other video game news. Go on. Yeah, the so Witcher. The Witcher. The so Witcher 3 came out. I saw a headline today okay. yep. that I was that made me like happy as like a game player, even though I have no interest in The Witcher, have not played any of The Witchers, yep. where the fact that there were no no DLC, like in terms of like buy a new sword, $10 or whatever. No, and in fact... No weapon packs, no like... Uh, pre-purchase bonuses, no whatever they were like. No, no console-specific yeah. DLCs. Here is or a whatever. full game and play it now. Have yeah. fun. If you if you pre-ordered, there's 16 free add-ons that yeah. are coming that they're releasing out slowly. A couple of them every day. Yeah. So the company CD Projekt Red, who made this game, is a Polish studio. They're super famous for like number one, hating all of that DLC bullshit. Mm-hmm. Number two, they also hate putting um, what do you call it, like um, piracy prevention stuff on it. Mm-hmm. So they released the game on GOG. So, like, I, I paid for it, bought a digital copy. There's no piracy. I could, like, just bring my copy over and install it on your thing. They're also famous for putting the game up on torrenting sites themselves and being like, please don't download it, but if you are, here's a copy that we know works and isn't going to fuck up on your computer and whatever. So, Because we want our game to look good, even if you are not going to pay for it, whatever. So they're, they're like a good studio. There is some drama about graphics cards, though, that I've heard. Yeah, apparently some graphics cards are having trouble. Uh, you know, I, I find it hard to, to like, get pissed off about that stuff because like modern triple a titles are just like such colossal complicated yeah. beasts it's like well that stuff's inevitable i actually well except that i actually read an article about it and apparently it's like one of the companies keeps its crazy like proprietary stuff so then everybody else is just trying to like emulate them yeah but that's usually not how hardware works yep it's like very specific to the graphics cards game that you can even get away with this like it's like it's it's weird sketchy business to begin with yeah so they're like but you end up in a situation where you're like it's almost like it's a playstation exclusive it's a this graphics card exclusive because nothing else is going to look as good unless you run it on this so but what they do is like in the game i I don't have the graphics card that that runs that Mm -hmm. so you have an option to just turn off that level of graphics processing in the thing yeah it's like a hair processor something or other yeah exactly anyway whatever so what is this game it's this gigantic open open world fantasy thing similar to skyrim if you guys have played that or heard anything about it um you run around you do quests there's a plot line it's I lord of the here like you yeah it's a little lord of the ringsy mm-hmm. um it, it, it's like a little more gritty grimdark than most fantasy things well, also at least skyrim. i remember when witcher 2 came out yeah punishingly hard like can be like can if you be. if you yeah. if you like take a wrong turn and approach the lich you're dead. Yep. Because Could, you don't fight the lich, idiot. You're a level one. I, like, would, I wouldn't say that like that is like a striking part of this, although it is quite difficult. But oh I'm, yeah, it's I'm, not. Well, you're yeah. a bloodborne fucking demon yeah. souls kind of guy. So yeah. I'm saying, but I'm sure with a lot of other gamers would be taken aback by well, that kind of a. You know, I don't know what it's like on the easier difficulty levels, and I always jam it up to the hardest one jammed. anyway. So just I just jammed. I don't even I don't even know. But but yeah, I died a whole bunch doing a bunch of different quests. Mm-hmm. So things that are striking about this game is that the writing is exceptionally good. Like 
like I don't know, um, you guys. I guess you didn't play Skyrim, but like something that is like notorious about that game is that every every character is the same stupid fucking grim sounding dark Nordic warrior guy. Like mm. you like you run into like eight thousand Nordic guys. They're all ind- indistinguishable one from the other, and they're right. fucking no characters. Mm-hmm. In this one, like I'm four hours in, and like I already have like five different characters that are super cool and and are like memorable in a sense. Mm-hmm. So that is really cool. Also, like fantasy games often have like the okay i have a quest for you go into the field and slay 10 bears and bring me their anuses and then i will give you like five gold pieces anuses that's that's like pretty common the or whatever <laughs> ashron's call john spent the long time <laughs> collecting bear anuses it's true <laughs> and or even world of warcraft is like classic about that <laughs> <laughs> So I've played a lot of video games, you guys. I've never. Actually, I was gonna say I've never collected bear anuses, and then I'm like, I don't really know because Binding of Isaac. Those. There's all sorts of weird shit going on. Or bear anuses. But, anyway, um, that was actually he had to go out and do that in real life. Send them in <laughs> with the UPC to get some DLC. I, mean, I haven't noticed a single bear anus collection quest in this game. It's all it's all like like twists on collection stuff so they're all interesting and like the quests are interesting enough on their own that you're like oh hey that's kind of fun and like you kind of like want to go and do them Mm -hmm. as opposed to just feeling like it's a bit of a a task but like i said i'm only five hours into this thing so i don't know how how good it's gonna say they say like a 200 hour playthrough time time? well not playthrough 200 hours of gameplay doing the whole thing yeah like because i mean there's always that kind of Ambiguous. Yeah, like, you can blast through the. Plugs. You can blast through it, but you're not checking everything. Like, um, I I, w- I will note that the like the the maps are c- fucking colossal. Like there was like, I don't know. There there's like four or five major zones, and mm-hmm. I'm only in the first one, and it looks as big as Skyrim on its own. I don't know if that's just like I haven't explored it enough to like realize that that's like fake or whatever. But yeah, um, it certainly feels just like staggeringly colossal. I have a question about that. Okay. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. Specifically writing in video games. Yeah. There's a lot of video games that we played 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. that have great fucking writing. Mm-hmm. And they... Or acceptable writing. Acceptable, yeah. No, there's some games that they've got, like, fucking moments in them. We were just like... What's an example? Oh. Um, like, you're saying dialogue or story? Story. Because, yeah, like, well, Final Fantasy VI had its, like, <clears throat> missteps... Dialogue-wise, yeah. but story-wise, you're like very yeah, rock solid. Solid yeah. plot that was put together, uh, tactics. There's, there's moments in that game. Yeah, I've never like, been certainly had character. some failures with dialogue. Yeah, exactly. Not, certainly dialogue yeah, failures. I had a good like, The story was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're we're talking about Mad Max, thirty years after the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's a thing that happens with movies. You know, they're making their Star Wars movie. They're remaking it. That's all stuff we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Why haven't they remade? Final Fantasy Seven, dude. There yeah, is why haven't they there is, made Final Fantasy Seven? Like, why? there is such a big fucking demand for that. There is. It's it's a crazy thing that they haven't made it. Like, like I don't know like, if you just you the, the character design is done. You just give it to the artist to to. Well, they did it. They did it with Resident Evil, right? Yeah. They remade Resident Evil One. Because Resident Evil 1, like, became borderline unplayable, right? Yeah. Like, it's I don't know block. if you remember. Yeah, it's well, it's really not just blocky, but go to hands. a door, press X on the door, cut to a black screen, the door opens, cut to another, like, then you're in the next room. Like, you don't even walk through doors in this fucking game. <laughs> Same thing, too, with, like, it's, it's got the weird press X to go forward, where you spin your guy around in a circle and then press X to go in the direction. You weird. don't actually, like, direct him. You direct his direction, and it was, like... To try it because there was no, it wasn't an analog controller, right? When the uh, original yeah. PlayStation controller was just a D-pad, yeah, yeah. So it was move your man, like point your man in a direction and press X to walk. Wow. So like the controls were fucking shitty, the graphics were blocky, and your beloved title. Well, yeah, because it was fucking like '95 or whatever the hell yeah. it came out. But they completely built that one up. They were like, let's drop in like new Resident Evil controls, new Resident Evil graphics, hmm. new everything. And they did that with FF6 with like. Cleaned up cutscenes. Yeah, they oh no, they only put in a bunch of cutscenes. They did nothing. Else. And not even that many. They put in an intro, and, like yeah. two, three things. And in the, the music middle. was cleaned up. It wasn't. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't they, they, they added. Uh, they added was orchestral. Yeah. The the problem with that though, it, yeah, and then they made the grotesque mistake of putting it on a CD. So every time they had to load, the CD had to spin up. I actually bought that and was like. I found it unplayable because every time you loaded a new screen, CD spin up, and then you would, and then you would go into yeah. the next room. It was yeah. like so slow, even compared to a fucking like a cartridge. SNES, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, because cartridge, like, cartridge is instant, instant access. To Absolutely, data. yeah. Yeah, no, I don't understand. I don't. 
I, I just... Why haven't they done it? I yeah. don't know. It, it's really weird. Final Fantasy VII especially stands out because people have made petitions asking for Square to put that thing back together. Even, and, even and, it, and, it, and it's not like they've never gone two, back like, to the I franchise. I love to. Yeah, absolutely. Seven's even crazier, right? Because there's it's, it's there. there's multiple yeah. spinoffs the of it. Also, there's like other games of spinoffs. Multiple films. Like there's like the films that are based yeah. on it. Like It's not like they just like yeah. left... Well, that's it. The fucking... The film... The, Advent Children. Yeah. Advent Children. They've, they've rendered those characters. Yeah. Just like, put them in. What, what's happening with that new Final Fantasy boy band game? Oh, yeah. That's happening, man. Um, Chris got a huge disc of... Uh, there's like a like a 15-hour or something demo that you can play. Crazy. And apparently, yeah, it's like a boy band. It's all it's four boys. Like, like in a guitar, driving through Final Fantasy... In a guitar. Driving a through Final Fantasy Land in a yeah. car. Yeah. And then a whole bunch of people on, on the internet got all pissed off. It's like, four boys, oh my god, it's so fucking, uh, why can't there be girls, blah, 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 like all flipping out about that well, shit. That and, then, and somebody was like, you fucking idiot. There were already two video games, Final Fantasy, which one was it? 10 and 10 2. 10 and 10 2. All were, girls. Well, 10 2 especially was like, only a, girls. Like, dress up girl adventure for the whole fucking 90 hours. Yeah, exactly. It was a good game, too. And 13 was a girl. 13 is the one you stopped playing, right? 13? 13 is press X to continue. Oh, yeah. Press X to win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, fucking, that was so bad. Yeah. That, that's oh, also the main man. character was a woman. Yeah. Like, anyway. Yeah. I don't know. It just, uh, yeah. I, like, I, they're remaking movies. They're, 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 they're everything. Why aren't they it's, remaking they're, they're, it? Ninja I, Turtles came out last last year. It was just like, I, I don't... I, don't, I, I would love I to see it. Symphony of the Night updated. A whole other castle fucking... I would be all over that shit. Well, I think that, like, that I, I've been asking for an M- MMO Wing Commander for fucking. Ever. But that, that's, that's that, that, I, I would say that that's the ish. Ish. Yeah, but that's the weird part. I would say that like it's a very small window of games that I want to see remade. Yeah. Like the 2D stuff, I find still looks okay because like it's it's good. And like when you look at 2D things now, but, but it's there. You can play the 2D game. Like, yeah, you can do it. It's the 3D. It's the 3D ones that sort of I want to see remade because they look like garbage. Yeah, but even even Final Fantasy two and three on the Super Nintendo, you can record audio now. Yeah, you can have voice actors. You can have quality orchestral music that doesn't spin up and and wait for you yeah. to load it. Yeah, like, those games. In fact, can just they've be... they've made all of Final Fantasy four and six, and I even think seven have orchestral versions now that are done yeah. by multiple symphony orchestras around the world. Like. I fucking <laughs> come on, guys. Yeah, get on that Go shit, high. Square. Yeah. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> exactly. Fucking Final Fantasy VII re- remade would just be like printing money. So many. People and the worst part is, you'd only you would only need programmers. You wouldn't need writers. You wouldn't need or character art, design. Well, you wouldn't need character design. You wouldn't need level design. That's, that's not true. No, but I'm There's saying you so wouldn't you wouldn't need leads the way you would yeah. on a regular game. You wouldn't and need you, you wouldn't need like the 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 art directors so much. Yoshitaka Amano wouldn't need to be yeah. involved because he's oh, they already have his characters. They've, and again, for the Advent Children, they've rendered these characters. Yeah, but you can't just take the renders from a film and put them into a like maybe for like a like a, a CG interludes or whatever you could get away with that. But like, but the design is done though. The design is done, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying you need more of a programmer, less of a designer. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Have lost like, you guys. Maybe also part like. Like, Square, along all of the Final Fantasies, have very rarely revisited previous characters, stories, whatever. Like, it's the exception rather than the rule. And, like, as, like, and and I can kind of respect that as an art studio. Like, they they want to do new shit, and they want to do new stories. And they've always been, like, people are always asking them, like, to do standard fantasy Final Fantasies, and they never give that, right? They yeah. always do something in the future, or some fucking crazy setting with fucking planets and but It, it doesn't have to be them. It could be... Yeah. Some, like, like, they can they contract it out. Yeah. But, but not even Square. Like, it, there's other game companies that built these beautiful games that just... Sure, the Ultimas, man. What? I'd love to see it. Well, whatever, man. Konami might be heading back into uh, Contra's territory pretty soon. <laughs> even, <laughs> even Wing Commander 3. They've got all the video footage of yep. all the actors that they filmed... Just have to update the gameplay to make the space fighting playable. Yeah, like not as dated as it was, you know, in 1995 when the game was released. Sure, you could still have Mark Hamill and John Rice Davies. And sounds to me like you're looking for like loopholes to your only playing 15 year old games. <laughs> you're like, I'm playing a new game. <laughs> it's a remake of a 15 year old game. <laughs> no, but like it's. I'm I'm that age now where nostalgia is what really interests me. True and. 
again, we talked about Mad Max, and that's totally a thing where it has that appeal and where the outrage comes from. People are upset because, not because the girl is the lead, but because Mad Max isn't the lead. There's, there's like a thing. With no, I think it, it's they're, they're outraged because else. there's something very wrong with them. Yeah. yeah. Mad Max is on screen constantly. Pretty much the whole two yeah. hours. They're like. And he's also a super badass. Like I don't like I don't care how badass Furiosa is. Mad Max is a super badass. Yeah, he's like fully crazy. Like when yeah. the scene that you missed, I think, with the ultimate like the the opening scene yeah. where he just runs around the citadel and just kills fucking everybody that he runs into basically. Like while he's escaping with his hands chained up. Like mm-hmm. he's just like he's compromised. Like he's a badass the whole entire time and he's compromised most of it. Like there's something holding him back. Even, even other stuff, Keith. Uh, if they made a new fucking Twisted Metal game. Which they did, and it was the best. Right? If they on made place- one now, PS4. Yeah, they did, and it was the best. They got the original studio together, and I fucking, it was one of the few games I bought day one. I was like, <laughs> new Twisted Metal. Yes, please. Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, they do it with the sports games. There's, yeah. just, there's always a new sports mm-hmm. game. There's always a new sports game. Why don't game? you, Konami also... Blades of Steel 2015. <laughs> imagine, but imagine Blades of Steel guy just with like ups, ups, like updated rosters. <laughs> just fucking turn off all the rules and play Blades of Steel. Get into a fight, loser goes to the box. <laughs> with like vicious Mortal Kombat ten type fights, yeah, exactly. spine breaking, like teeth cracking. <sighs> Guys, we're over the hour. Are we? Yes. Oh, that was a quick hour. It was a super fast hour. Go see Mad Max, The Habs Lost, QQ. Yep. Uh, what are other highlights? Scott can't go see movies. John's playing The Witcher. I am. 9 to 5 Entertainment System, everybody. Thanks for listening. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9TO5DOTCC, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9TO number 5CC on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb, usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 9ES or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.